This is another MP3 podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle, Australia. On 2NURFM Easy 103.7, we're talking travel with Travel World on King and Sally Lucas with us again today. Well, when it comes to this time of year, it's always the early bird catches the worm. It does, and I guess if you get in early enough, you might be lucky enough to catch one of those worms. Um, I thought we'd talk today, we did mention early birds, of course, previously, uh, just regarding the airfares and that they were out and about, but the touring brochures are all out as well now with the major companies like Insight, Trafalgar, Globus, I guess they're your three more well-known companies. And I just thought I'd mention that's what there is with them that's a little bit different and that people should look for or not look for when they're thinking of a touring holiday. And I think for the first time traveller to Europe, touring is still a good option, um, particularly if you're not comfortable with language and also you get an incredible... Um, knowledge of history, which if you're travelling on your own, Jane, as you know, unless you pay for a guide or you buy the guidebook and look around, and I only remember the first time I went to Russia, it was all very well looking through the, the Kremlin and places, but everything was in Russian. So without a guide, you didn't know what you were reading. You couldn't read the inscriptions and so on. So if you have someone with you, of course, it just makes it all that much easier. And I think for the first time traveller, it's still a great way to travel Europe. And touring has come a long way you know, since I even started in travel of the old Cook's Tour and Thomas Cook, as we used to call it, a Cook's Tour of Europe. But they're, they're more on offer now than ever before. We've got, as we said before, regional areas, some just where you stay put three nights in each spot, some extensive touring, special touring, and so on. So when you book a tour, the other things to look for is most of the companies now have what we call guaranteed departures. Some of them aren't highlighted in the brochures because they can change which ones are going to be guaranteed. So we suggest that you come in, we can check this on a website that they give us. And if you do that, you really are protecting yourself because with these early bird airfares, once you book them, a lot of them can't be changed without penalty. So if you don't book on a guaranteed departure, and we do get cancelled tours, unfortunately. It's, it's a fact of life with touring. They often don't get their numbers up to sufficient scratch for them to run the tour and they may have to cancel, then you're stuck. You've got airfares booked and paid for and no tour to go on anymore. Then we're sort of battling and scrabbling around trying to find a tour to replace the one that's been cancelled and it can create all sorts of nightmares and problems, as you can understand. So I think having these guaranteed departures is, is a great thing now so that people can rest assured that that departure is going to run no matter what. And book your flight accordingly. That's right. And that way you're not going to have the problem of obviously, you know, cancellation fees, amendment fees, etc., etc. So, and when you start looking at the companies too, look at the inclusions because they're all different in their inclusions. Probably Insight still has the most inclusions of all the companies, which is why they are always slightly higher. And what do you mean by inclusions? Like they don't have as many optional tours to pay for. Most of them will give you breakfast, you know, some dinners, um, and you pay for lunches as a general rule of thumb. And there are obviously basic sightseeing included with all the companies, but some obviously include more than others. And again, as a general rule of thumb, when you look at the cost of a tour of Europe, you really have to add on normally about 20% of that value to allow for optional extras and tipping. Now, tipping is virtually mandatory, just to let people know that it is expected for you to tip both the tour manager and the driver. So... These are things that people may not be allowing for when they're doing their costing of Europe. So it's important that they really look at the brochure carefully, look at the inclusions, or get us to compare for them. 
you know, this is what we're there for, to help guide them through this bit of a maze sometimes of which tool to pick and for what reason. Um, so we're not saying that any of these companies are any better or worse than any other. It's just looking at the inclusions and what they're offering you and what you want included in your holiday. So, I mean, they're all very good companies. It's, as I said, just looking at inclusions. But it is important to do that. And also, you know, some of them will provide transfers, for example, if you book a tour. So you might get your arrival transfer in London or when you, if a tour starts in Europe. If you fly in on the, the day rather the tour starts, you might get the transfer. But if you say, oh, look, I want two extra nights in Frankfurt, I'm going to fly in two days earlier, then you won't get the transfer. Obviously, it's linked to the actual tour dates. Um, yeah, so they're all little hints and tips that we can help guide people through. And there's lots of airlines with lots of early bird deals out there now. And again, they vary depending on what you want to do. For example, just with Insight alone, they've got deals with Singapore Airlines, Malaysia, Cathay, Qantas and British Airways. Whereas once upon a time, they might have only linked themselves to one airline. So... You've got huge choices out there now. And depending on where these airlines fly into, what stopovers they have will obviously affect which airfare you would want to buy and which airline you want to travel with. And also some of them have add-ons now, like Singapore Airlines has arrangements with a range of other intra-Europe carriers where you can fly for a small additional amount and fly onto extra cities in Europe. So it's, there's, there's a lot there to consider when you're booking a European holiday. So that's you know, touring, I guess, mainly what we're talking about today, but there are obviously lots of other early bird deals out there as well. Travel World on King Talks Travel on 2NURFM Easy 103.7. And Sally Lucas, we're talking early birds and touring in Europe. We are. And just to carry on from that, Jane, it's not just the airfares you get the early bird discount with. And I didn't mention, but they do have to be booked and paid by December. Very, again, varies with airlines. Check with us. Sometimes it might be the 15th, the 17th, the 29th, but there's a, there's a payment date where you must pay for that airfare and your taxes in full. And that's what makes it an early bird Of special. course. Exactly. Um, usually there's a deposit required um, on the land content, but then there are some discounts available on the land content as well. So you book your flights, pay for them in full, you book your tour, that's what qualifies you for the early bird discount, obviously, because they're linked to the wholesalers. And then they often have like early payment discounts. So, for example, if you book um, one year in advance, so if you're booking now for October or November, we are, I'm forgetting where I'm up to, November, you could save 10%. If it's, say, 10 months ahead, it might be 7.5%. If it's 7 to 9 months, it's 5% with certain companies. So there are these early payment discounts as well. Normally, that, mm, sorry, that, Jane, that's go ahead, on. That's ahead of the time of travel, isn't that's it? That's right, ahead of the time of travel. Normally you have to book and pay in all well, the balance by two months prior to your departure date from Australia. So if you were travelling in the peak of season, for example, say June next year, your payment would be due by April. So you'd have to pay for your airfares by December, but then you might say, oh, I might pay the lot by December, you know. Um, the, the little bit I'm getting on that might save me sort of, you know, 3 4 5%, and I'd rather have that savings. So that's up to the person, of course. What you must do, of course, once you have paid for these airfares in full or the land content, is please take out your travel insurance. You just don't know when something is going to happen, and it really is imperative. You've paid out a lot of money. You want to protect yourself. So please remember to take out your travel insurance when you 
committing yourself to a large sum of money. I mean, if you only pay out a $100 deposit, well, that's fine. But if you're committing yourself to a, a full payment on something, you really must take out that travel insurance to protect yourself. So, yes, yeah, so there's lots of ways you can save money. Um, even with um, Trafalgar now, they've got to enjoy a day on the house valued at $500 a couple. When you travel with Qantas or British Airways, book a tour of 10 days or more and you'll get a free night accommodation in London and your free transfer. So there's all little bits and pieces. There's discounts on some of the European river cruising if you book by the 29th of December again with Trafalgar and you'll get $600 per couple off one of the river cruises. So there's all sorts of discounts available. It's just a matter of getting in as early as you can to find out what sort of discount you can get that will help you, I guess, save a little bit of money on your European destination. And then, if people want to do something really different, can we move on from that, Jane, now? Let's move on to something really different. Okay. I thought this sounded quite interesting, and I think he was a very well-respected man in Australia, is Rear Admiral uh, Peter Sinclair. And he is actually taking a tour to Gallipoli next year. And I think that would be, be quite amazing. Um, and he, he was, was so well respected as a senior naval officer and um, he helped set up the Tri-Service uh, Australian Defence Force Academy. He helped with Cyclone Tracy, etc. So he's taking this pilgrimage and of course he, I'm sure his knowledge of things um, in military. both military would be very good. And it's just really interesting that I was reading a poem that came with it, if I can just read maybe. Um, and it was written by a Mr. Kemal Ataturk in 1934, who was the founder of the Turkish Republic. And it's called the Carved Stone Wall of Anzac. Those heroes that shed their blood and lost their lives, you are now lying in the soil of a friendly country, therefore rest in peace. There is no difference between the Johnnies and the Mehmets to us where they lie, side by side, here in this country of ours. You, the mothers who sent their sons from faraway countries, wipe away your tears. Your sons are now lying in our bosom and are in peace. After having lost their lives on this land, they have become our sons as well. So it's quite a moving Very poem, moving. isn't it? Mm. And I think this tour would be excellent to, to do. And it leaves on the 17th of April next year. And it goes into Istanbul for a few days first and Kanakali. Then it goes across to Gallipoli. And you then uh, go on down to Kushidasi. Um, so you can do Ephesus again, which is wonderful, uh, to Bursa and back to Istanbul. And you get back home on the 2nd of May. But I just think it sounded like a really interesting itinerary. You have options to do a Greek island cruise at the end of that as well, if you so desire. So you don't have to come back on the 2nd of May. They have very limited numbers they're taking on this tour. There is a booking form you have to fill in, and there is a deposit of $1,000 per person to pay to register for this. And they are suggesting you do this as soon as possible because they feel they're going to get a really good response to this itinerary. So if anyone is interested in that, it's being put together by a company called the Greece and Mediterranean Travel Centre, who are quite expert in that area of the world. And yes, yeah, so just check with us if you're interested in doing that special Gallipoli tour for next year. We're talking travel on to a new RFM Easy 103.7. Sally Lucas, we've got some hot deals today. We have, and some little interesting asides as well, Jane. Just something that came across my desk uh, yesterday. The Grand Canyon, and everyone's doing this now, is opening a skywalk in 2006. And I look at the photo of it, and I think anyone with vertigo definitely will not do this. It's extending over the south rim of the Grand Canyon, and it's, it's amazing. It's 4,000 feet above the Colorado River, and it extends 70 feet over the edge of the Grand Canyon. 
Canyon. It's like a little semicircular bridge that comes out, just looking at it, and it's got four-inch thick glass on the bottom so that you can view, so you can look down. And straight I mean, that's down. Straight down. And obviously you can, there's glass around it as well. Um, apparently it's been designed to hold 72 million pounds and withstand uh, an eight on the Richter magnitude earthquake 50 miles away and winds in excess of 100 miles per hour. And apparently it's part of an effort by the Hulapai tribe to create a multifaceted tourist resort there because the Indian reservation has been there for, for quite some time. So anyone who's going to America in the near future, it uh, would be quite an amazing thing to see. And they're also anticipating that they're going to be extending to build some cabins and campsites and everything around here as well. So the Grand Canyon is sort of moving on. It has not had a lot being built within the Grand Canyon, within its, I guess because the Indian has, a lot of control there, but they're obviously approving of this now and wanting people to come and visit. So there you go, something different to do next year with the Grand Canyon. I suppose if you didn't want to stand on it and look down, you could <laughs> look at other people standing on well, it. Well, that's good. Apparently it'll take about 120 people at a time walking around this semicircular thing, but hoo-hoo, it looks quite hairy. Mm. <laughs> um, something really different increasing. Um, Orion, which is that wonderful five-star expedition cruise company, is doing a couple of different um, cruises next year for for those who, I guess, truly seek paths less travelled, um, it's going into Papua New Guinea, and I guess it still remains one of the world's most diverse and fascinating geographical and cultural landscapes with your rainforest, rugged terrain, volcanoes, and so on. And it's doing a cruise through there in the Solomon Islands, and it will be, an, as I said, an experience to visit places that really no cruise ship or probably no one has really ever been before on, as far as tourism is concerned. So they're going also into some lovely um, river areas even on the Sepik River. And, yes, it's really fantastic, as well as, like, the bustling harbours of Rabaul and Samurai. Um, and I just think it would be a wonderful thing to do. And the Dontracasto group of islands is... Apparently, it's got some of the most steeply sided islands in the world, and so you're going through those as well, and Cape Nelson Fjord. And this is until about October, November next year. Um, apparently, the diving is second to none, which has always been renowned for in New Guinea anyway. And they've only got 53 suites and staterooms on this vessel. It's absolutely state of the art cruising, but you are getting in, as I said, to places that you would not normally get into. I mean, it's not cheap. Um, you've got departures March, October, November um, next year, and it starts at about 6800 per person for an ocean view stateroom but it's absolute luxury cruising for 10 nights going to somewhere very very different so for anyone wanting to do that as I said path less travelled why not um, if people haven't decided what they want to do for New Year's Eve yet how about doing exotic Rajasthan the desert route um, and you have New Year's Eve at the Taj Mahal Wow. Wow, yeah. So this is a guided tour um, of 17 days, 16 nights, and it goes on the 29th of December this year. And you're having accommodation throughout in heritage palaces throughout Rajasthan. Um, and, of course, well, there was Taj Mahal, needless to say, the deserted uh, red sandstone city of Fatapur, Sikri, um, the pink city of Jaipur. You do the amber fort with an elephant ride, Bikaner, and so on. So... Um, lots and lots of love, Jodhpur as well, incredible itinerary, um, 3,585 for that 17-day itinerary and, as I said, lots of inclusions and something really different to do for New Year's Eve. And just a couple of other little ones. Um, there's some lovely villas now in the Cook Islands, so they're, again, improving and upgrading what they're doing. 
fabulous honeymoon destination for anyone out there getting married too or anyone just wanting a special it's they're quiet they're beautiful the lagoons are some of the most beautiful in the south pacific and one of them is called reflections on waterfall and you've just got this villa overlooking waterfalls of course and there's one beachside one as well um so there's a couple of five night packages going into there from 2189 per person which is including your airfares as well and it's really just a beautiful destination as i said for something special or a honeymoon and just reflecting back on early birds at the moment um they've got these little early birds even now just for example as i was saying it's all sorts just for accommodation in paris so you can buy an airfare and just four nights in paris get your early bird airfare and you get your four nights for only 136 per couple buffet breakfast daily um, a three-day one to three zone paris visite card a city rama illuminations tour and a paris walking tour can't get better value for that if you're just wanting an airfare and some accommodation so there's lots happening out there at the moment and there's lots of the world still to see those are our hot deals for this week for this week and we'll be talking travel again at the same time after the one o'clock news next friday here on 2 nurfm easy 103.7